the women to come to the men. It calls for the men to come to the women. It calls for fertility. Now, if you've been taking the pill and you're listening to this, you could be in trouble right now. This negates the pill right now. Turn up your radio. This, this call is used to increase the population of the tribe. You let them hear it is in the air shaft, boy, and they'll know that you're on the scene. So all I can say, girls, is that if any of you have been having trouble with a man, why don't you call him on the phone right now, turn up the radio, and uh, project this over the phone to him. He'd be dead instantly. Boy, it's got a beat, hasn't it? Listen to that passionate winning in there. Tony, I just now, uh, I just want you to hear one part of that. Now, uh, this, uh, you must understand that this, these rituals are go back so far in time that uh, that the, the anthropologists and the people who study this have not able really been able to pinpoint in time when many of these rituals and beliefs began. All they know is that over the thousands of years, these have been exceedingly effective. Now, let's take another one here. That was the mating call for women. All right, now, uh, if, uh, for example, now, here's the way you use it in your own house. Now, let's say you're at the office, right? And uh, Bullard, in sales accounting, has stabbed you in the back. I mean, with a, with a, with a well-executed pincers movement at a uh, sales meeting, he has got you a hoist on your own petard, and you are now bleeding from your ears. Right? What do you do to Bullock? How do you deal with him? Well, the witch doctor has a specific, he has a specific lament, which is a war lament and which casts the power of total defeat on your enemies. In other words, the essence of a war lament is to call up the evil spirits to work on your behalf. And so I often do this. You wondered why Barry Farber lost the election? All right. I'll tell you what I do. You go home at night, you put this on your stereo, and you turn it up. And when the evil spirits are summoned, you just send them on their way. And this is what you do when Bullard has been giving you trouble. That is a, a lament to the evil spirits of war, calling for them to come to your aid and to defeat your enemies in hand-to-hand combat. Of course, the problem is he may have a pretty good uh, witch doctor working for him, and then you have a hell of a mess 
but all those evil spirits fist fighting right out there in the middle. So he calls up his, and you guys say, well, that's another problem. But let's provide, the, you know, let's assume that Bullard is just sitting around picking his teeth watching Ed Sullivan. In that case, the evil spirits descend on him with banshee cries, and he is a better. He's full of bummer. Bring it up. <laughs> oh, man, I love this warlord. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we can't use that one too much because uh, you never know, you know. I, uh, putting this out on the air, we may cause the Middle East to crumble, you know. You know? <laughs> this is WOR New York, and uh, this uh, these records, uh, you know, these, uh, <laughs> these, these re- if you're curious how they're used, that these records, in actual use, Tony, are used by people of these tribes. These, these records are used by the people who cannot afford the services of this particular man. So they work electronically. Don't think just for one minute that he has to be there shaking a skull in the air, you know, and throwing crocodile bones up in the air. No, sir. It works coming right out of your loudspeaker. And it has been seen to work and, in fact, is docu- documented to have been work in many, many cases. Now here, now let's take another problem. See, the great thing about a witch doctor is that he can take care of problems that no doctor can ever take care of, you know? Doctors can only deal with the physical, right? And even if you go to, a, say, a psychiatrist, all he can do is make you kind of love your mother, you know, uh, and uh, make you come to grips with things and, and integrate you into the society. Well, listen, the witch doctor takes it much, much more and further than that. For example, no matter how integrated you are, there is a something that you're secretly afraid of. Hey, something. It is going to get you one day. Have you ever had that feeling that it's going to get you? It. Whatever it is, it. <laughs> well, all right. You're never going to find a, a psychiatrist saying, well, I'll take care of this problem a bit because he, too, is afraid that it's going to get him one day. All right. The witch doctor recognizes this. And if you're sitting around one day, you know, and you got this, this vague fear, oh, it's going to get me one day, and I'll get. You call the witch doctor, and you have him. You have him sing and perform a very special exorcise rite that is dealing specifically with that problem. The tribute to the feared spirit, not just any feared spirit, the feared spirit. The thing that you, the vague thing. And this is done by calling out the power of the evil snake. When the evil snake is dragged from the waters of the dead, where he got his powers, the witch doctor sings of that snake, and he sings of his praises and beauties. He calls for that snake to come from the evil river of the dead to summon the spirits and then defeat the feared spirit in mortal combat, therefore making you forever a believer in positive thinking. Instantly you become a Norman Vincent Peale fan. This is the lament and the tribute to the feared spirit calling upon the evil snake of the river of the dead. Yes, 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 yes. Hear him struggling to pull him out? I, 
And you're telling Mark Ruby. You can catch a lot more, you know what, with honey than you can with, with vinegar. And you, when you want an evil snake to do your work for you, you don't say, what a rotten evil snake, go over and get bread. You tell him how great and groovy he is. They're singing his, his, his praises. He has such a beautiful face. It's such a sweet disposition, in spite of the fact he lives in a bad neighborhood, the river of the dead, that uh, he has many good points. Subtly, subtly the tribute to the feared spirit changes, and we are now instructing the snake what we want him to do for us. What we want him to do is to go swallow the feared spirit head first in one gulp. You got to do a little flattery before you can convince even a snake to do that. This is usually sung by the riverside in tribute to the river snake, who is the feared spirit. By the way, this same song is sung by anybody anybody who wants to become a witch doctor. So you get some good river of the dead and you sing this for a while, and if the snake comes out and signifies his approval of you, you are thenceforth forever a witch doctor. If no snake shows up, forget it. You might as well go work at the Esso station. You'll never make it. We cover we cover all uh, bases here. Uh, uh, since uh, this is a show, but, you know, a lot of it's funny. A lot of people, uh, in fact, not funny really at all. But uh, there are many, many millions of people in the world who are deeply involved in witchcraft and in uh, witch doctors. Of course, lately there's been a resurgence of uh, of interest. It's more or less uh, it's tongue in cheek. I think most of it uh, interest in Western witchcraft, which uh, generally, you know, it's, it's an English thing. You know, ladies appear on the BBC, and uh, <laughs> has a certain puerility. But uh, throughout large areas of the globe, witchcraft is not only uh, a living thing, it never even came close to dying. And in fact, is probably stronger today than it ever was. This is according to people I've met in many areas of Africa who have said the same thing. And of course, it's not only Africa. There's a lot of it in the Caribbean. But it's a different kind down there. Now, and it covers, as I say, all bases. For example, now we've just heard the, you know, the, the feared spirit doing you sitting around and and the, something's going to get you. Well, now here's a here's a, here's one I think that you'll find this is kind of a good one. You know, this all of you secretly know that there's a lot of rottenness inside of you. You know this, Tony, of course, uh, and uh, you fight against it, right? You know that deep inside you know, there's a core of uh, Pure rottenness. It's a. It's and you, you wish it were otherwise. You wish you were one of the good people. Uh, wouldn't it be kind of nice if you could get rid of all that crumminess in you? 
and rottenness. Well, the, the witch doctor recognizes the fact that it's not really rottenness that's in you. It's evil spirits. So you have two or three. You, you can pick them up anywhere. You can be sitting on the subway and catch one. You know, you never know. You can catch them, uh, they say, even on toilets. It's every place, you know. The next thing you know, you've got these evil spirits in you. Now, it happens subtly. You've heard, you say, you've heard yourself saying bad things to people you didn't mean. Lady, so why did I say that? It's rotten, you know. Well, uh, it, uh, you can go to an analyst. I've known guys who go to an analyst 10, 15 years. Nothing happens. All it does is, uh, you know, they spend a lot of money, and they get a lot of laying down time, but outside of that, nothing, you know. Well, if we recognize the basic problem, which is an evil spirit problem, we'll be able to deal with it. Now, this, this particular uh, call was, is a great call. This is one that uh, that is that uh, is is performed by a lady witch doctor who works with the chief witch doctor. She's generally performed by a lady witch doctor, and what she does is exorcise those evil, niggling, little rotten spirits that have gotten in there and have made you say these crummy things over the phone to people and stuff, you know. And so when you feel as though you're getting particularly bad, you wake up one morning and you're saying, oh, shut up, you know, you say bad stuff. Oh, wow, I don't want to hear any more about that. Or you say stuff, oh, come on, get off my back, i got work to do. Or you say, get off, come on, get out of here, kids. I don't want to talk. Get out, throw your football somewhere else. That you, know, you need a good exercise session. Not exercise, exorcise session. And so this is the sound of a lady witch doctor, and it may help you turn it up. It may make you feel better. Exercising the evil spirits. Hear him calling them out? They don't want to come out, you know. Oh, oh. better now. It's amazing how this works. Now, for those of you who think that a lot of these sound the same, that's just because you're not really listening. Of course, she has a heavy accent. You may not be able to cut the accent, but he's saying some real things in Another thing that may surprise you, this is the first actual recording that's been made of many of these. In fact, uh, for a long, long time, up until fairly recently, in fact, uh, there's still a lot of controversy about it, the, uh, the witch doctor world uh, felt that the electronic word itself was a manifestation of the evil spirit. In other words, to record your stuff it was like the ultimate of Eve. They also had something against photography that they that they they felt that if you if you photograph them, you now have an image of their soul, and if you destroy the photograph, then you are then destroying part of their world. It's just like the the uh, you've heard of the Caribbean principle of the 
the doll. If you make a doll in the image of somebody, this is like uh, it's like almost a representation of that person. It's almost like a small part of that person. And as you insert the pins in the doll, you are destroying various parts of the representation of that person, which in the magical, mystical concept that is embodied in this whole philosophy will then destroy and work on the person that you're, that you're dealing with. Have you, have you ever wondered about the pin things? Well, when they put the pins in, they don't, they don't mean to kill the person. They wish to give him a pain in his shoulder. And so they'll put pins in the shoulder. And the next thing you know, the guy wakes up one morning and says, I don't know what it is. And the shoulder really gave me a lot of problems. See? And, uh, and then gradually you keep giving, because there's no, if you really believe in revenge, you don't believe in killing somebody. Because the minute you kill somebody, he's dead, you know. So revenge involves a modicum of torture. It's a sadistic concept. So so you, you put pins in various parts of the doll's body. Have you ever seen pictures of them, Tony, with pins sticking out of their feet and their arms and all that stuff? And you give him this guy pains. He's getting pains, and he, he's he's getting problems all over. You know, and I, you put a pin in his in his foot, and the next thing you know, he's got rheumatism. And uh, so finally, when you you get to the point, you know, when you really want to do away with him, on that final fantastic night, you take this pin and you zap, you stick it right in his gizzard, you know, in the doll's gizzard, of course. And 400 miles away, wherever he is, pow, you know, a cloud of dust, and he's gone. And uh, that's what that's the way it works. Now, uh, we have one here that I think you'll find particularly satisfying. Is this boring you tonight, the, the witch doctor? You know, another thing I'd like to tell you about witch doctors. Uh, I I uh, I've, uh, was fascinated by them, and, and uh, I've seen them in Nigeria. I've seen them in many places, actually, you know, talk to them and so on. In fact, uh, they, they quite often, this may surprise you, they're quite often called in by medical doctors. And the witch doctor is licensed, too, you know. And he's called in, which would surprise a lot of people, because we our idea of, of, of tribal life and so on is generally related to old Tarzan movies and stuff. It's really not, not much to do with the way it really is. But uh, they'll quite often, a medical doctor will call in a witch doctor who will then perform his, his rites and use his own native medicines and so on, which quite often are exceedingly effective. Genuinely are. So... Uh, Skepticism plays no part in what we're talking about tonight. Now, here, for example, how how, how many times have you felt just uh, you ain't got it? How many of you felt like you, you know you just don't have any pizzazz anymore? That uh, you you run out of gas, and uh, you just say, oh, you know, gee, was I wish I could get enthusiasm about stuff again. Gee, was I don't know what's the matter with me. I just nothing ever gets to me. How many times have you had that feeling? Well, they recognize that feeling in the world of the of the witch doctor. And uh, they have a special call, which is the call for rejuvenation of power. It, it, it you know, it charges your batteries, lights your fire, however you want to put it. And that uh, when you're really having problems, say, you call the witch doctor and you say, Doc, I, it's, I just don't have any pizzazz. That's the way it is. And he says, And then you squat down on the ground, and he gets his assistants around him, and he sings to you, Shangahan, Shangahan, which is the chant 
that call for the rejuvenation of power. Man, this would send anybody. Here's a here's a here's a, a, a 
one of the most used of all the witch doctor chants. This is a, for our continuing use, and it is used quite often uh, in, in the everyday life. Now, how many times have you sat around and there's been a fantastic period of squabbling in your family? This is particularly a problem on the weekends. Almost every family squabbles for the weekend. You're, have you noticed this, Tony? It usually starts roughly about 1 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. And uh, the squabbling, it starts subtly, you know, like, oh, come on, I'm watching the game. Why can't we wait till after the game? Well, look, Christine's is open till 9. Why not? Well, then it starts out. Okay. And by late Sunday afternoon, uh, people are in a thing. <laughs> Forget it, you know. That, 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 that. Now, everyone knows this is a fact. Well, now, the witch doctor, this is not only in Darien or Jersey this happens. It also happens in Africa. So families sitting around in the, in the hut within five minutes, you know, if, 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 if there, is a, there is an evil spirit of family disunity. There is a spirit which is related to that and deals only with making trouble in a family. That spirit is called Laba, are you ready for it? Laba Bakawalawa, Laba Bakawalala, Laba Bakawalala. Say it to yourself. Laba Bakawalala. That's that bad. I'll tell you, he's the one that comes around and gets in your gut just about the time the, the second period of the ball game is getting underway and you start yelling that you don't want to go to graffiti's and he is causing the whole family to break up. As a matter of fact, he causes every divorce in the country. It's a fact, ultimately. Oh, sure. He's in the he's all, often the basis of every strike that occurs. Family disunity. The evil spirit of family disunity. Lababakawa. All right. You call the you call the witch doctor when you're having a fantastic fight. You know, your, your wife is yelling and hollering and the kids are screaming and kicked over the bed. You know, the dog is biting your uncle and all. Finally, somebody says, call him quick. Let's have enough of this. And he shows up and he's, he's Squats down with his gang, and he throws the bones, and he sees that Lababahawa is present in your hut, and is raising holy Ned today. And at that point, he sings the call for family unity. You notice the children are involved in this one? You get a, a, a family that chants together stays together. This is a fact. If you could get your Uncle Fred and the whole gang beating on the radiator and singing this on a Saturday afternoon, you would not be worried about watching the game or going to proceed. You know, a lot of people who, who uh, all your life you're probably used to 
to uh, witch doctor cartoons. In fact, uh, I talked to a friend of mine one time who worked over at, uh, well, he worked in the car- cartoon section of one of the magazines around. And, you know, they get cartoons submitted to them all the time. And he said the single most, there's two cartoons that are submitted to them continually. And he said, uh, in a certain setting, and the two cartoons that are most submitted to cartoon editors are witch doctor cartoons and prisoner cartoons. Two guys in a cell. <laughs> now, why this is so? But he says this. This is a you know. When most people judge witch doctor cartoons, they, you know they they see a witch doctor once in a while. You see one in the movie, and you always think they're casting evil spells or doing evil stuff. But generally, the witch doctor is a healer. He is a healer, and he does good things for people. Now, here, for example, is another one. How many times have you said, and they deal with real problems, you know, they deal with stuff that everybody, I mean, you know, the family fighting and all that. All right, now, here's a real problem. How many times have you said, oh, man, this job is really getting to me? I mean, what a, what a, you know, what a buster, you know? Uh, I am so tired of this job, I can't stand it. Well, this is the most common feeling. Now, to, to, uh, it happens to a guy working in the cassava fields in Africa. And by the way, the language that these are all sung, in case you're curious, uh, it's a language called Changaan. Changaan. Yeah, great. Changaan, uh, which, is a, which is a tribal language, and this one is spoken by a large number of people in uh, the eastern part of Africa. Changaan. Now, this particular chant... And I saved it for the very last. Do we have this time we have here, Jerry, roughly? Three minutes. Well, I saved it for the very last, you see, because it's, it's symbolically the last, because of uh, what it is. This is a, a chant which always is used when, you, when you've, you've had enough work. <laughs> you know? Oh, man, I've had enough of it, you know. And, and yet you can't afford three weeks in Miami. And uh, so you call, a, you call a witch doctor, and he sings this beautiful chant, which is Zavarenda. Zavarenda, which is the call for tranquility, peace, beauty, and rest in your work. It's the call for peaceful sunset. It's a, that's a very illiterate. In other words, everyone relates sundown is the time you quit work, right? And you think of sundown as a moment of peace. Well, if in the middle of the afternoon you call for a little sundown, that means you're calling for a little peace and uh, like a coffee break in the middle of the afternoon, so it kind of raises your spirits, and then you can go right back and sit down and hammer out that perspective with uh, with Bullard. You know, really get the sales department on a stick. All right, here's Zavarenda. This is song when you're tired of work. Fantastic complexity. What a beat. And if you notice the vitality of it. That lead voice is Masiko himself. The most famous witch doctor in all of East Africa, Masiko. And he's a Swazi. Swazi in this tribe.
really quick. Put it, put it right in the middle of the last cut. I'll throw him a real dinger here. The, the middle of the last cut. Just lay it in there and bring it in. Have you ever felt that you were totally insane? That you were going out of your bird? Have you ever felt that you were insane? That you were beating a flip? That you were really going out of your bird? This is a song. Son, one, who feels he is going mad. Who <laughs> feels he is being inhibited by... Wally, the spirit of life who causes madness. It is a lament to get rid of the nuttiness in your soul. Kind of makes you feel good to hear it. You know that you're not alone. Well, I like that riff that gal takes once a New York, next, Lester Smith and the News. 